Good morning and welcome to 143 episode of Miracle World today. This is part 54 of Word and Wisdom and we are beginning from Wisdom Wisdom line 309. Power is the belt of Satan to the undeveloped minds and to those who do not know the purpose of their calling and promotion. To avoid being lured into evil practices, you must pre-decide what you must do with being powerful before achieving it, lest it becomes your master. Second Chronicles chapter 26 verse 16. The Bible said, But when Hosea grew powerful, what that? When he grew powerful, he, his arrogance led to his destruction. He was unfaithful to the Lord, his God, for he entered the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. What this, but when Uzziah grew powerful, you know, his arrogance led, his, led him to his downfall. It seemed to me that this man was not arrogant in the past until he became powerful. He became one of the uh, Israelite or uh, King Malahaziki Libahanda that had military equipments, great military, fortified army. So when he discovered that he had become powerful, the Bible says he became arrogant and became unfaithful to the Lord. Now, does, that, does this not tell you or show you that one of the reasons God have not made many of us powerful today is because God knew that once we are powerful, we will miss our purpose on earth. Once we are powerful, we become rebellious. Once we are powerful, we become his enemy. Before you ever pray for God to make you an important personal, an important being, a useful being, you must, hello somebody, ask God to give you anointed humble heart. Because if you do not pray that prayer before you become great, your greatness will dismantle your future. So to be able to enjoy your future and enjoy it under the blessings of God, you must pray at all times for God to give you a faithful and a powerful heart. It is a failure to pray, hello somebody, for greatness when there is all sort of character flow that will destroy you when you, ha- you have finally become great. Can I tell you, my friend, that God really wants to bless you. But the question is, would you be able to avoid all the birth of Satan? Because power, hello somebody, money, fame, Lord, being powerful could become a bot that the Satan uses to lure you to failure. I repeat again, power is the bot of Satan to the undeveloped minds and to those who do not know the purpose of their calling and promotion. Hello, somebody. To avoid being lured into evil practices, you must pre-decide what you must do with being powerful before achieving it, lest it becomes your master. If you don't want money to be your, become your master, fame to become your master, name and glory to become your master. 
you must master how to master them even before they came. They, they come to you. Let me tell you, you are not waiting for God to make you great. God is waiting for your change so he can make you great. You are actually the one that is holding God, the hand of glory back from uplifting you. But I pray today that something will shift in your spirit for the glory of what God is about to do in the name of Jesus. Word and wisdom number 310. You are not a genuine representative of God until you have learned to rejoice and to contribute on the improvement of God's people. The leaders in Jerusalem did not waste time to send men of impact to help the new converts in Samaria. Such should be our nature. Reading the book of Acts chapter 18 verse 14 to 15. <laughs> Sorry, Acts chapter 8 verse 14 to 15. It said, when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. On their arrival, they prayed for them to receive the Holy Spirit. These apostles, when they heard that Peter, hello somebody, when Peter and John and other apostles heard that those in Samaria are now open to the word of God, that they are receiving the grace of God, they did not say, no, wow, maybe they will become greater than us. Maybe they will become more powerful than us. Maybe they will know what we know. No, they, they say no. They were so whoa. They were saying, whoa, we love this. We've got to go help them. We've got to go help them, empower them, you know, to, to, to help perfect their faith and perfect their spirit. We, we must do something to empower them to even become greater. They never jealous them. They did not envy them. The Bible says they sent John and Peter to, to the church in Samaria. In fact, when they arrived in Samaria, we were told that they prayed for them to receive the Holy Spirit. And these men received the Holy Spirit and we are baptized. <laughs> you see, they did not say, look, we don't want them to receive the Holy Ghost. Because if they do, they may be famous like us. They may be greater or powerful than us. Or we will not be important anymore. They, they went there to help perfect what they have received and to perfect their spirit. When they heard that these guys are now walking in the world. Are you excited when other people are succeeding? Do you rejoice when other churches are succeeding, other believers are succeeding, when they are looking good, or do you have always have a negative comment, an adverse comment to make? You must understand, my friend, that God is always watching your spirit. Jealousy or envy is a stinking spirit. It is a sin of the spirit. And let me tell you, if you cannot celebrate other people, if you cannot stand to contribute on their way being, you are not a genuine representative of God. You are not a true or a sound representative of God. Hello, somebody. I repeat again. You are not a genuine representative of God until you have learned to rejoice and to contribute on the empowerment of, uh, on the empowerment of God's people. The leaders in Jerusalem did not wish time to send men of impact to help the new converts in Samaria. Such so should be uh, our nature. Galabahandoro Elehando. What's in wisdom number 311? Most of the things you are consider, sorry, most of the things you consider as trees around you are actually the gift of man that has been given to you for mutual relationship and edification. But they will not benefit you 
depending when you start seeing them clearly uh, 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 clearly the way they are in the book of mark chapter 8 verse 24 to 25 <clears throat> the bible said the man looked up and said i can see the people but they look like trees walking around once again jesus placed his hands on the man's eyes and when he opened them when, and when he and when he opened them his sight was restored and he could see everything clearly this man was he was blind and when jesus christ prayed for him the, the bible say he, he opened his eye but he was seeing men astray could you imagine if jesus christ had left him in that dimension in that state without doing any other thing for him all his life he would be seeing men around him astray and those men will not benefit them benefit him because he, he is not seeing them as men or as God would see them now like Jesus knew that that man was going to become more problem to the society <laughs> he was going to become a problem a problematic situation in the community if he did not help him to be see, to see clearly because he was going to be jamming men although you know somebody clashing with men and running into people as though they are trees so Jesus had to lay hands on him again and they start seeing clearly the people that were, was once a tree in his eyes became men you know and this were men that were going to be helping him if he wasn't seeing them as men he would not go to them for help until you start seeing people as people and not as trees hello somebody they will never be useful helpful or to you are uh, of benefit to you i read again most of the things you consider as trees around you are actually the gift of man that has been given to you for mutual relationship and edification but they will not benefit you pending when you start seeing them clearly the way they are or the way God sees them glory to God oh hallelujah what a word of wisdom you must take this in it is from God what am what 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 word of wisdom number three what am wisdom number three and run chief it is a huge loss of divine investments when believers return back to their previous vomit after receiving and joining with the lord don't go back to the past it doesn't worth it i lost somebody mark chapter 8 verse 26 the bible say jesus sent him home and said do not go back into the village This was after Jesus Christ had healed this man, hello somebody. I think he was born blind or so. And then after that, he was, you know, the man wanted to go to the village. He said, "No, no, don't go back to the village. You don't go back to the village." What does that represent? God, Jesus knew that people that knew him before wasn't going to take him serious, hello somebody. <laughs> they were not going to value him. They would be thinking, "By the way, we know you. You've been blind in the past, you know. We know who you are." glory to God because they saw this guy was blind from birth but and they knew they probably knew what has happened to him hello somebody or they will hear the story that Jesus Christ had to literally place a mold am i talking to somebody a mold in his eyes alamborosi kilibaya am i still talking to somebody there for him to see hello somebody and um, this when he saw Jesus said no don't go back to where they know you before Don't go back to your former vomit. Don't go back to where you're not being taken serious. Don't go back to men and women who will not believe in this new grace you've received. Don't go back to those who will not accept the grace of God that has come upon your life. 
Do you know the people that dishonor, dishonor us the most? Now, people that knew us in the past, no matter what you've become, they will never respect you. No matter the kind of title you have, they will never honor you. Because in their mind, they think we know how you begin your life. We know how your life have, we know how everything that happened in your, in your life came about. So you can't tell them, you know. So no matter what you carry or what you have in the inside, in spite of the, the kind of anointing that is up in your life, they will never believe you. Because in their little small thinking, they think by the way we know you, not knowing that you've encountered the Lord. Therefore, Jesus Christ said, don't, do not go back into the village. You don't belong there. Some of you now, I want you to know, you don't belong to some of the places you find yourself right now. Some of the places you've returned, you don't belong there. That is your former vomit. Don't go back there. It will not help you. I repeat again, it is a huge loss of divine investment when believers return back to their previous vomit. After receiving and joining with the Lord, don't go back to the past. It doesn't worry. After you've received Jesus Christ, love the Lord, and now you're going back to the something you left many years ago, to the something you abandoned many years ago. When you do that, you are selling God the second time, betraying God the second time, and you may not be blessed. Don't go back to the past. It will not benefit you. Finally, Alabasenta, word of wisdom number 313. Your miracles could be stored in unexpected places. Therefore, don't neglect anything, any place or person, lest you sleep a potential healing balm. Lest you sleep a potential healing balm. Get designed to avoid missing your moment. Some of you may be saying, what does it mean to sleep a potential healing balm? It means to blunder, to sleep up, somebody, you know, to make an error, to mistake. Sometimes you see something that would heal you, something that would change your life. Uh, but because your eyes are not open, you're mistaking them for nothing. Hello, somebody. John 9, verse 6 to 8. The Bible says, when Jesus Christ had, had said this, he spat on the ground, made some mouth, applied it to the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This way means sent. So he he so the the man went and washed and came and came and came home saying, "Hello, somebody. Some of you right now, you know, you, you, what we heal you is that you know water, water in your in your tap. What we heal you is that leaf in your backyard. Hello, somebody. I'm not trying to say go get every leaves and put in your eyes. But sometimes God could ask you to eat a crazy thing." The other day we had one of our friends in a Bible study who shared with us that he had a growth in his mouth and he'd been believing God for healing and he ate an apple and the growth busted. So you must not neglect, you know, the instrument of creation. You must not neglect what God has created. Don't neglect anything. Hello, somebody, any place or person, there may be a key to your breakthrough, a key to your healing. This young man that was blind, what Jesus Christ did was to put mud you know, in his eye and ask him to go to the river of Siloam or to the pool of, of, of Siloam and, 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 and wash his eyes. He went to that pool and God cleansed his eyes. What a God we serve. Most of you today that have neglected people that God would have used to bless your life are still in the losing side. Sometimes people do not believe in you until they have seen you in action. It has happened to me many times when people do not believe in me 
until they have seen me in action. You've got to understand that everything God has created in this realm where we are is useful and they are important. I pray today in the name of Jesus that this world will blaze your life and your generation yet unborn. In Jesus' name, amen. Please share it with your friends and well wishes. This is Apostle Prince Blessing Chigazi, the senior pastor of King's Mercy Global Church here in Auckland, New Zealand. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. God bless you. Amen. Bye.